here we are with another Not Your Pinterest Wedding podcast. Sarah Shepard, Burdock Farms Weddings and Events, and Danielle Renshaw with Ruffled Willow Floral Design. That's right. Yeah. And we're here with Reagan Garnet from Reagan Garnet Photography. Uh, Reagan, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, thanks for having me, ladies. So I am Reagan with Reagan Garnet Photography. I'm a wedding and lifestyle photographer based out of Kentucky. Awesome. So how long have you been in business? So I've actually been in business about four years now. Okay. Um, so I started in 2017 and just kind of hit the ground running with it. And it's been something I really enjoy. And now I'm a full-time wedding photographer. Awesome. What inspired you to become a photographer? I've always kind of had a camera in my hand since I was little. I was the girl that had my friends over in middle school and we did photo shoots outside. <laughs> my little brother hold the camera. <laughs> really awkward, good stuff that we can look back on now. Um, but the older I got, the more my friends were having me do senior photo shoots and just all the things like that. And then for my wedding, my husband actually gifted me with my dream camera and said, it's time to hit the ground running and chase awesome. your dreams. That's so I cool. Went for it. I know. What was your dream camera? It was a Canon Mark III. Okay. So it was a big deal for me. That was kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I've upgraded since then. And now he actually uses that one. <laughs> so that's what he uses. Yes, he does. I know you have him a lot of times with you as your yeah. second shooter, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, always, really nice. we always joke that we're going to start a husband's club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My husband always comes and her husband. Yeah. The and, husbands that hang out at the yeah. weddings. <laughs> and a videographer friend of ours his girlfriend or fiance now always comes too. So she yeah. she gets kind of thrown in that too. <laughs> it does become a family affair. It does. Doesn't it? Uh-huh. Your, a wedding business. Yeah. This weekend at your place, Sarah, I have a wedding and literally my whole family's coming. <laughs> like my mom, my dad, my daughter, who's 11, is going to help. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And you can afford to pay them, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying them at all. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I mean, with bologna sandwiches, right? That's right, what my husband yeah. tells everybody. He does, you know, my do- husband and my daughters and me. We all run our business, and we all have our niche or what we're good at, what our strengths are. And my husband, y'all, we have a pool on the property, and he was cleaning it one day. Well, a bride and a groom and a photographer came into our front yard to do some photos because we have some really pretty fencing, white fencing there, and this big, beautiful old tree, and. My husband started to walk across the the yard and the photographer goes, my goodness, who's that? And the, the bride goes, oh, that's just the pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's she, actually pretty good. Isn't it? <laughs> she gave him a t-shirt that says pool boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I always tell my husband, I'm like, you get a great catered meal out of it and you get to watch the great dancing that happens. That's and right. That's always a kick. It yeah. is. It is a kick. Yeah. It? <laughs> it is. That's my favorite part. Yeah. So um, we're going to ask you some other questions and try to get to know you and let our listeners get to know you a little bit as well. So what is your best advice from a photographer? Your best wedding advice? For a client? For a client, yeah. All right, yeah. that's good. So I think my best advice, say when you're looking for a photographer, is to not only look at the style and color, because I think a lot of times they say, um, look at the photographer's style you want. And it, maybe it's light, maybe it's dark and moody, but I think it's more than that. I think it's how they approach her photography too. So also how they pose you, how they go through wedding days, because there's ones that maybe are really still photographers where they don't really move you around a lot. It's more the traditional looking at the camera, posing that maybe 
your mom and dad also did a few years back. And then there's, yeah, they're really candid and there's some that move around a lot and, you know, they're jumping through hoops and you don't even know you're taking photos. And then there's the ones that kind of meet in the middle. So I think kind of figuring that out because there's some personalities that don't really match with either of those styles. So it's more than just the color. It's also how they photograph you. So I think that's really important to think about. So you would suggest when couples are looking at photographers and they're looking at their Facebook page, your website, Mm -hmm. not only look at the colors they use and the editing, but the posing and how they frame their pictures Mm -hmm. and the backgrounds they use and that kind of thing. I've heard that a lot from clients. They may have booked photographers in the past for other things and it wasn't the experience they thought because they see things on you know, Instagram videos and stuff from other photographers and they think maybe everyone does that, but that's not true. So I think just remembering that and thinking about that and what you want, maybe you're not someone who wants to run around and frolic in a field and you're more, you know, yeah, I was like, then maybe maybe you want the more traditional and maybe you absolutely do not want to stare at a camera. So I think just like looking at that is super important and able to get the best experience for you and for the photographer. What's a good way for a client, potential client to pick their photographer, what would you tell else would you tell them to look for? I would say personality. Yeah. I just think they're walking through the biggest day of your life with you. I mean, they're in the room when your mom is zipping up your dress. They're with you whenever you first see your groom for the first time. So I just think to have those personalities mesh and you feel comfortable with them is so important. It's something I don't think I really realized when I was looking for a wedding photographer because when I was getting married, I wasn't yet a photographer. So um, now looking back, I'm lucky that mine was nice. I barely met her beforehand, but I just think they're with you on such a big day. So you want to make sure you have that connection with them as well, because it's something you want to look back on and be excited about. Sure. How would a client, because sometimes you do have a very short time with them prior to booking with them. How's a great way, what's a great way to figure out if you all are going to mesh as, as a photographer and as a client? Yeah, I think even something as simple as a phone call. I've had plenty of brides that just want to hop on a phone call or a Zoom call, FaceTime, whatever it is. And just even 10 minutes with them, you can easily see, and I can also see if they're a good match for me as a photographer and if I'm a good match for them as a photographer as well. You know, I just think you can easily grasp what their personality is. It's pretty fast that you can figure that out. But I think sometimes so many of us just want to book everything through email and not ever have that human connection because you're just wanting to check another thing off your list. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say that's the one vendor that is truly by your side for eight to 10 hours on your wedding day that I think you definitely want to have that connection with and build that trust with as well. I agree. And with COVID, it's been so funny. Yeah. I will like hand a bouquet to a bride and be like, oh my gosh, I hope this is a bride. Because <laughs> I've seen her, you know, I've seen her on Zoom and you know what we all look like on Zoom. It's oh, like yeah. hair and a pony, like let's put yeah. some mascara on yeah. so I look like I didn't die today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you could be sitting in your bathroom for all they right. know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I do think it's a great idea to have some kind of contact with all your vendors, but especially your photographer, because you are, if their personalities don't match, it kind of has this vibe in the day and you can tell that like something's just not clicking. And, but when it does click, it's so good. And you can tell like there's that vibe and, and everybody's really getting along. Have you ever not clicked with a, uh, one of your clients before? I have. 
I've actually fired a client. Did you? Yeah. So was it just because they were so difficult? Yeah, no, our vibes just didn't match. Yeah. And it was very, um, you know, I, I don't love the mason jars and the baby's breath. Right. I, I will do them. And I, I've had done them before. But that was what like her whole vibe was, was that in her whole just manner is and flowers weren't important to her. And it just is, it didn't work out really well. There was just like a misconnection uh-huh. there. And then a lot of times people will try to like, I want to do this part or, and I want you to do this part. And it creates a really disconnect for the day. Nothing is cohesive. It doesn't flow really well. And so I just knew that it wasn't going to be, not that it wasn't going to be a great wedding or it wasn't going to be a great wedding for them, but it wasn't going to be number one experience that I would want her to have. Mm -hmm. Uh, We like to be like, completely involved yeah. in your whole like planning period with the flowers, even when we're not doing planning. And this bride, I just, I just knew it wasn't going to work out. And it was a hard thing to do. And, you know, I think she felt it too, though, because yeah. it wasn't like she wasn't really like, oh, please, you know, yeah. or like, I hate you or, you know, anything yeah, like that. Yeah. It was just like, okay, I get yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think we both knew that our vibes just didn't, mm-hmm. didn't connect. That's interesting. How about you? Have you? I've never Very had good. to fire one, thankfully. It <laughs> <That> sounds <laughs> so awful. No, I mean, it makes sense. But I've I've been able to catch it pretty early on in what they were saying whenever um, trying to book and kind of what they wanted. Sometimes you can tell if it's not so much about the couple and it's more about a production when I can yeah. just, I don't know, just things they say. And I'm just, I've easily passed on quite a few that I was like, I don't think I'm the right fit for you. Yeah. Um, so moving forward, because I, I'm not someone that wants to just book every weekend just to work yes. and shoot. I would like to create a connection with my couples. Yes. They end up becoming like some of my best friends, I feel like, because mm-hmm. I was there yeah. through so much of their big day and everything and their planning process. And I don't work just to work, I guess. I do it because I'm really passionate about it. And um, I don't want to lose that passion by booking clients that aren't aligned with what I believe for my business. Yeah. And I think that's what I I learned from this Mm -hmm. experience was that not everybody is going to be my client. Not everyone is your ideal client and not everyone is going to be a good fit for you. And and to kind of like talk through that ahead of time and get to know the person, like you said, before you even give them a quote or, you know, book the contract. I think that's really hard because in our business, it's like, more, busy more, more. and booked is better. Uh, yeah. You know, you think you're comparing to like, oh, these people say they have mm-hmm. 30 plus weddings a year. And I'm like, do I need to do that? I don't even want to do that, but do I, do I need to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of unsure. But then I've just realized like if they don't align with how I run my business, it doesn't make sense for me. And it drains me at the end of the day. So yeah. it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. And it hurts all your other clients. Yeah, exactly. I can't serve everyone how I want to yeah. serve them. And also the experience that they get, I don't think would be as beneficial either because it's not, we just don't match. So learning that early is so nice. Yes. (laughs) I tell you something I have recommended to couples when they come to the venue is test drive a photographer and Mm -hmm. do a mini session with them. Yeah. And that's a great way to Mm -hmm. see if you mesh, if you all, because I I say that person's going to be in your face all day. Yes. And they're going to be directing you all day and you're going to be tired all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you want to be with somebody that's going to make it a fun experience. I agree. And so this, I mean, because this is one of the biggest days of your life. So do a mini session with a photographer. And I had a couple that actually told me they did three mini sessions before they found their photographer. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. That's good though. Yeah. I mean, at least they found what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. They said it was the best advice they'd gotten. So yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah. And 
read reviews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Read reviews <laughs> from all your vendors. <laughs> and then if something doesn't sit right with you, reach out to that person that wrote the review. You know, you want to know the candid response to everybody mm-hmm. and, and ask your vendors. Like if you... I think if, that's if, important too. Yeah. yeah. If a venue is suggesting a photographer or a florist or any vendor, then that venue has worked with them and had a great experience. Mm-hmm. And if a photographer is, you know, recommending those vendors too, same thing goes there. So I think you should also... Trust your vendors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I say that. I agree. Yeah. Podcast so far. That's okay. <laughs> you do. I mean, you, you should. Yeah. You've hired them for a mm-hmm. reason. You've turned over your vision to them and you've got to let them do their job. It doesn't mean you can't participate and yeah. can't interject, but let them do your job. And if you have a question about something, don't be afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. So. So, Reagan, what should a couple ask a photographer when considering them to photography your wedding? Photograph. photograph. <laughs> oh, my. Photography. <laughs> photography. She's photograph. homeschooling her children, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. But you told me they're going to school next they're year, going right? To school next yeah, okay. So, 100%. we got 100%. That's been taken care of. I don't even okay. care if it's another pandemic. <laughs> they're going. <laughs> They'll be the first ones in that door. <laughs> Ah, I love it. <laughs> That's funny. I'd probably kill my kids if I had to homeschool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love my kids, but oh my gosh, I'm every woman that I'm a man that's doing that. Yeah, they, they deserve gold medals. Oh, I couldn't imagine. So, <laughs> yeah, kudos. <laughs> I already like have huge respect for teachers, but now I'm like, why did they do this? Yeah, why did they, <laughs> they chose to do this? Here, <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful, so grateful because I can't do this. No, it's too funny. Yeah. You remember the question now, Ray? <laughs> A little bit. I'm not sure. <laughs> why don't you ask this time, Sarah? <laughs> What what should a couple ask their photographer when they're meeting with them for the first time about their photography? What do you think are some good get to the core questions? I think that take the question seriously about what are you most excited for for your wedding day? Because there's always the traditional like the first kiss or to see my groom, which obviously you're going to get to do that. But there's a lot of people who are really honed into just certain parts of the day that they've always seen that are so excited about. Maybe it's doing a huge exit that they really want to. I had a couple last month that they were just so excited about the exit. I'm not sure why. They just loved it. And they specify that to me many times they were like we really want our exit to do this big dip kiss and it to be really cool i'm so excited about these photos so i made sure they had the exit that they wanted i mean i had their guests made sure no one's doing the thing where the groomsmen are throwing the thing sparklers in front of them where it gets hits the couple that happens a lot so you might want to go ahead and threaten your groomsmen now (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) but i think just learning like what exactly like a lot of girls they're like i want these amazing candidates getting ready I don't know why this is so important to me and me and my mom doing this, getting ready, just certain things that I'm able to know that they are so interested in ahead of time and able to like serve them better, I would say. I think it's super important to see what they're so excited about other than the basics that I'm obviously going to photograph anyways so that we can enhance that. Sometimes it's doing more champagne pops with their bridesmaids and their pajamas where they're having more fun or a dance party in the morning, you know, or bringing some extra things out to their couple portraits that they want to make more memorable, like things like that. So being able to create ideas with them as well. So to make it more of a unique experience and not just a run-of-the-mill normal to-do list of a wedding. Gotcha. 
I never thought about that. What moment in their wedding is the most important to yeah. um, to make sure that you yeah. capture it? That's a really That's good really point. That's really good. Because I, yeah. I was that. thinking of like, it's like, how many hours do I get? What do I get in my package? Right. That's really good. Yeah. How many photos am yeah. I going to get? Uh-huh. What's your favorite wedding you've ever shot and why? I know this is a hard one because you this don't want to hurt anybody. Like, don't give names, but, but yeah. just like tell us why. Why? Okay. This is a hard one because I like a lot of them. But one that really sticks out was one I actually did at Burdock Farms. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh-huh. But it was one of the prettiest sunsets I think we've ever gotten a photograph. And it lasted for so long because you're up there on that outlook area. And the couple that we had were just so natural. And the way they could just, you could just see the love through the photos. Like there was nothing that you really had to do. It was just so natural. And we were able to just like capture it around them instead of like, moving them too much we're able to just kind of tell them like i want you to go explore out here in this field and us being able to capture that it was the most natural we've probably gotten to do and it was super fun and we were able to get super creative because i think we had a solid hour out there um, working with that couple and it was just one of the most memorable and probably some of my favorite photos that i've ever done that overlooks amazing isn't it yes i bet i I know who did the florals at that wedding (laughs) i bet they had a bomb bouquet. Uh-huh. I bet they did. <laughs> they did. I'm going to brag. Danielle did the, she did the florals yeah. that way. And they probably had an hour for photographs. Oh, yeah. Awesome planner. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm not going to say that was, that was awesome. a beautiful wedding. And oh. we'll shout out to Kentucky Bride Magazine. Yes. Oh. They featured it in Kentucky Bride Magazine. So if you get your latest issue, there you, go. you will see that wedding in featured in there. Yeah. It was really a beautiful yeah. wedding. I love the florals because those yeah. are my color. Well, she oh. like really let us have some creativity with that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gave me a palette. She, mm-hmm. she was just really trusted her vendors. Mm-hmm. And I think that really it showed. showed. Yes. And now her wedding is published in a magazine. That's so right. It paid yeah. off. It's there you right. go. And she <laughs> let us have fun. And like, mm-hmm. you know, when things happen, she didn't freak out. You know, there was the wreck beforehand. Right. And it was like the first wedding I've ever had to delay starting. Yes. And yes. the arch fell over. Arch fell over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, thanks Behind the scenes, it was like, holy crap. I remember that. (laughs) It all panned out beautifully. And I mean, it was, you know. I know. Trust your vendors. Beautiful. (laughs) Exactly. Trust your vendors. Yeah. 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 Do you travel? Will you go wherever there is a wedding? Where have you traveled to before? I've traveled to South Carolina, Alabama, all around Kentucky, obviously, the Tennessee, Indiana, Illinois. We'll go wherever. <laughs> so what would be your dream to go? Where would you love to go? Oh, I did an elopement in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Which was amazing. I bet. But I would love to go out west more. We just recently went to Arizona. And now I'm kind of has my have my sights set on going out west for some. But we have a goal of photographing in every state. Okay. I think that would be a dream. Cool. We've got like 11 or 12 down. So we've got yeah. quite a few to go. But yeah. we're on the way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's, that is a good point. She brought that up. Mm-hmm. And Danielle, you can probably chime in on this. I think it's really important when you are in, in the wedding business that you you do set goals for your business like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mine was to have a wedding every month. You know, January, February, you normally, we don't have any. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had some January weddings and then I had an April bride that had to move to February this year. So I had one in February. That's all that matters. <laughs> I know, but I had one every, I've had one yeah. every month this year. So we were excited about that. Yeah. I agree there too. We have, we have goals. Ours are usually financial goals or like things that we want to do or where we want our business to go. You know, we want to build a bigger studio and our retirement goal is 
the flower farm. I'll put that out there. I don't guess I've ever actually said manifest that. Manifest it. <laughs> yeah, manifest it, make it real. Really, it's my husband. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I don't like to be out there. I just yeah. like to make the pretty things. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's great to have goals for mm-hmm. sure. And, you know, ask your vendors what their goals are because sometimes, you know, that's helpful for you and yeah. sometimes that's not helpful for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Because you might think you have a crazy idea for a photograph, but yeah, photographer be totally down with it. Totally oh, yeah. down. If you just would, you know, ask that you're open it. and mm-hmm. trying something right, different. Right. Mm-hmm. If you weren't a photographer, what would you be? Oh, that's a good one. When I was little, I wanted to be a traveling missionary. Don't know why, but that was just the goal. And then the older I got, I did go to school for marketing. So I got my degree in marketing at Murray State. And I actually love doing it. That's what I did when I started my business. I was doing marketing on the side. Well, not on the side, full-time and then photography on the side. So I think I would go back into marketing. I was in dental marketing at the time and I loved it. Cool. Yeah. So it was something I was super passionate about. But then obviously photography was my number one. But I think one day if I didn't want to, I'd probably go back into the marketing field. Awesome. And now we come to our favorite part of the podcast. Yes. What's your horror story that you would like to share? Real life, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want us to go first? I mean, I, yeah, yeah I, I can tell <laughs> yeah. you one. I felt so bad for this couple. They hired a photographer, and the photographer was supposed to have been there for five hours. They were on a tight budget, but they could manage the five hours. They got a five-hour package, and that photographer was only there for three and missed some big moments in their wedding. And I I know, I just can't even imagine missing some big and important moments in your wedding and a photographer not being there to capture them. Yeah. So needless to say, I don't ever recommend them. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that I have a photographer horror story. Most of the photographers I work with, I know really well. And then like the florist part, a lot of the times I don't get to see the photographer in action. So I don't really have like a horror story for a photographer other than like, they change my colors sometimes of my bouquets and I could kill them. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can imagine that would be, yeah, the, yeah. yeah over-editing. Over-editing, yeah. Like when a bride specifically asks for like a hot pink flower. Yes. And then I get the pictures and it's orange. I'm like, what? The- yeah, like how did yeah. that happen? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's very hard also when people give me those Pinterest pictures that are over-edited like that. Mm-hmm. Those, those aren't realistic. real colors. Yeah, those yeah. aren't, it's not a realistic goal for your end result. So, tying that back to not your Pinterest podcast. Yeah. Sometimes those pictures are highly edited. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which I'm a real life color girl. So which Reagan knows that, (laughs) but I I love that real life color. I like the moody too. I tend to book the moody people when I book things for my family, Mm -hmm. but for a wedding, I think you just need that natural Real color, especially when you're photographing like bouquets and things. I know. I just think they spend so much time picking out those colors. And then Why would you gone. change? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the dark and moody might work if you're getting married in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You're getting married at a time of year when there's not a lot of color. Right. Yeah. So it adds a lot of contrast and interesting elements to your photographs because yeah. you're not going to get them with color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's uh, like that yeah. October wedding with yeah. those beautiful florals you yeah. did, Danielle, the photography. So pretty. I mean, those colors were amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Can you think oh. of one? So the first one that comes to mind is one of my really early weddings. It was one of my first of the year. And they did not have a coordinator, which, you know, you can really tell sometimes when they don't have a coordinator or anything involved. But the whole wedding was running really far behind. It was one of the first ones I ever shot. So I was still new and just wondering, like, is this how they're all going to (laughs) be? But it came to ceremony time 
And they're, I mean, all the guests are seated. The music is playing and the groom is about to walk down the aisle and he realizes they don't have the rings. They're about 45 minutes away at their home. And I remember just thinking, I'm like, how? (laughs) But it happens. I mean, things happen. And I think that's one of the first times I really went into photographer mode of like, it's okay. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. You know, like, because there wasn't a coordinator to kind of help figure it out. So we made it work, pushed some things around and luckily it was fine. And I think it helped me realize that things are going to happen on your wedding day, right? but nothing's going to always be perfect, but you have to roll with it and make the best of it. But that was one of the ones I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So did they have somebody go get the ring? Yeah. Luckily they they moved things around. By the time the person got back, even though the ceremony was going on, they just brought them up and yeah. Yeah. But for photography wise, I would say, um, talk to the vendors that are also doing like the photo video work because I remember one time I've had a videographer kind of get in the back of my ring shot because they were coming in for, you know, things just happen. And I think open communication really early in the day on how you both work is super important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've talked about this before. I think that's why so many people want to know if you worked with people before. We think it's kind of odd that clients ask that, but they have seemed to ask that more and more. Like we booked you specifically because you've worked together. Mm-hmm. And I found that really yeah, interesting. I, I do too. Because I've worked with a ton of different people and mm-hmm. it's never been a problem. Yeah. But I feel like there's some, maybe some horror stories out yeah. there yeah. <laughs> that have scared them to think uh-huh. that maybe photographers, videographers or in planners mm-hmm. or whoever Don't doesn't work well, work well together, mm-hmm. which is interesting because luckily I haven't had anything too bad, but I have heard some that would be terrible. So yeah. hopefully that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anything else there? You want to close this out? Yeah, I'll close this out. I appreciate you being with us tonight, Reagan. We we do. And it's great getting yeah. all those tips on how to pick a photographer, what you yeah. need to look for, yeah, questions I, to ask. Yeah. I guess we need to ask you, where can people find you? Yes. That's important. So that is. I am on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram at at underscore Reagan Garnet. Everything's the same on the platform, so it's really easy to find. Can you spell Reagan for yes, us? I was just saying, no one can <laughs> spell that. <laughs> it's R A E G A N and then Garnet, G A R N E T T, and then dot com as well on my website. Awesome. Now, is there a story behind how why Reagan is spelled that way? My mom's middle name is Ray, R-A-E. Oh. So I think she was just trying to keep the name. I alive. see. And but I mean it has happened numerous misspellings for the rest of my life. I'm sure. <laughs> I, have to, Sarah, I have to catch she... myself even doing Oh, I, I mean, mean, I tag you in like everything. Yeah. Ever still sometimes, I mean, Autocrack just corrects mm-hmm. it to R-E-A, so yeah. I deal with it. I, know. I always want to put an H in it. I don't know. Yeah, there are some H's out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. The rare breed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. We enjoyed our evening with Reagan and yeah. Danielle. You got any closing comments? I don't. I don't. All uh, right. Nope. We'll see you next time and who are we going to have? Danielle, who you have lined up? We have some people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a mystery. On the, the edge of your seat until next time. <laughs> we will talk to you all then. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Thanks. This is not your Pinterest wedding. <laughs>